We interrupt this program for an important announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, you are welcome to the Odili Odili Odili. Oh, no, no. Odile. I can't hear you. Speak up. Forget it. It's just a podcast you should listen to, so. Well, guess what? Listen. Okay, hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Odili.co podcast. I am your host, Odili Osugo. Um, the Odili, the I can't even pronounce the name of my podcast very well, can you imagine? The Odili.co podcast is a podcast where we talk about everything and anything and with any and everybody. Uh, well, until I get a permanent host, I will be inviting different and several people to, I don't know, talk on podcast with me, I guess. Uh, I hope you enjoy this podcast. Uh, before we go on, I'd like to give props to guys that have made a very very major impact in my life uh, big shout out to every listener and supporter big shout out to every person that believes in creating something whatsoever it is for yourself big shout outs to you i recognize your hustle and i I don't know. I wish you the best. Then, very, very big shout out to Fefe, Madam Producer, the one who put me on this track. She does not know she did, but then, yeah, she played a very major role in my deciding to start a podcast. My brother, my blood brother, and my other brother, Watery Beans Blogs and Podcasts. That guy is a very, <laughs> that guy is a very, very funny guy. You should check it out, Watery Beans, on Instagram. You would enjoy the stories and basically every single person that has listened or will listen in fact i employ you to listen because you'll have fun uh as the culture is we'll soon introduce our guest but before we do that we'd like to ask the guest before i tell you his name i'd like to ask him to recite the national pledge <laughs> so that we'll know if we introduce him or not so our guest can you recite the national <laughs> pledge when i count when i count down to Don't one me. <laughs> when i count down to one you recite the national pledge three two one go i fled to nigeria my country to be faithful loyal and honest to serve nigeria with all my strength to defend our unity to uphold our honor and glory so help me god amen Okay, you are proving to be smart. Next thing, <laughs> I need I, I need you to recite bad. <laughs> recite the first stanza of the national anthem. Recite, you recite, sing it, okay. don't sing it exactly. <laughs> don't sing it. Recite the first stanza of the national anthem. Okay, arise, O compatriots, Nigeria's call of day, to serve our fatherland with love and strength and faith. The labor of our heroes past shall never be in vain. One nation born in freedom, peace, and unity. This is proudly Nigerian. Are you serious? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh well. Moving on. On the podcast today, we have Deji Balogun. D. Deji Balogun. I call him TDB of Lagos. He's not like TDB, like bend down, select. What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, he's a really chill guy. He's an influencer or upcoming influencer. <laughs> A digital marketer. He says he's not a digital marketer, but well, I don't know. I feel he is. Shut the hell up. Moving on. So, Deji, what's up? How are you? 
I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm sorry for wasting your time, man. <laughs> well, I'm used to it. Like it's not the first time you're doing this, anyways. No. <laughs> what? No. Like this. I've I've never wasted your time before. Why are you making it sound okay. like? Okay. I waste people people's time all yeah. the time. No, I don't. Let's ask your ex. <laughs> I hit a nerve there. <laughs> By the way, I don't have an ex. Never had. A, <laughs> Anyways, let's let, let's let's move on. Mm. So, did you before we go on to the topic of just tell us about yourself? Just basically, we are not. Don't sell your market. Just tell us about yourself. Don't try to get babes to follow you on Instagram <laughs> or stuff. Because I know that's something that that's something that I, I have to sell my market. Oh, yeah, last do, last. Yeah, do, do, do. Okay, my name is DJ Balogun. I'm a graduate of Covenant University. Wow, that feels. <laughs> It feels so good to see you. Yeah. I graduated recently. Into the Nigerian economy, but let's go. Yes, on. from undergraduate <laughs> to unemployed. But exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that thing this morning. Um, I don't have money. I'm a normal guy. I venture into some parts of digital marketing, brand influencing. I'm not an artist, but I can draw your attention. And um, whoop, whoop. what else? Yeah. Twitter and Instagram at the Digibalogun. That's pretty much. No, I told you not. Come on. Well, it's my market. I oh, gotta sell them. Okay, last, yeah. last. Yeah, no wahala. Okay, so uh, moving on to the topic of today. Okay. I told you the topic <laughs> of today, and he was he was quite scared and stuff. But then moving over to the topic of today, moving on to the topic of today rather. Uh, we're going to talk about overprotective parents. Hope Mrs. Balogo is not listening to this. No, I, I assure you she's going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I know I'm going to filter everything I'm going to say. So what what, what like do you think there's so, there's such there's anything as an overprotective parent? Mrs. Balogo. She's an overprotective parent. No, okay, 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 yeah. So tell me what's what's your like worst experience? My worst experience. Well, I've been I wouldn't say I have a worst experience per se, but then when my mates were allowed to go out and do certain things, I had this restriction in my brain because I know that by the time I ask my parents, Mrs. Balogun is obviously going to say no. I have, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't raised by a single parent, by the way. And my dad really doesn't, he sees me as a man, I can do anything I want to do. But then my mom seems to have this sort of control over him. I guess his love or maybe something they do in the other room or something. But yes, yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> but anyways, that's how it is. So she seemed to be very, very protective. Now I see it that maybe she did it out of love, but at the same time, I think we should be allowed to explore with the limits. But I didn't have this opportunity. And ch- um, children who have this form of caging restriction, they tend to overdo it when they finally get any glimpse of freedom. And that is something parents should look at rather than just allowing them to be in the house all through the time and then when they get chances they want to explore everything you want to do everything you've never done in all those years in one day so wait, for those of you that that are wondering uh, and think that there's nothing like an overprotective parent let me let me, let me read a definition over of an overprotective parent uh, i literally googled this thing because it, uh, it i realized that if it affects many people and it's it is something that the parents don't even think they're doing it they think they're doing it out of love yep. but 
let's just go ahead to read uh, okay the definition of an overprotective parent as I found it to be is uh, someone who generally wants to protect their children from harm from hurt and pain from hun- for ish <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> take two <laughs> action <laughs> generally uh, an overprotective parent is one who wants to protect their children from harm hurt and pain unhappiness bad experiences and rejection from hurt feelings failure and disappointments it doesn't look so bad now does it it it, it is it does look <laughs> bad and it sounds really bad because no no, no, no you no, like from this definition it seems to be like they are doing the best for you it from seems from this definition they are, they, are, they are ending your life no this that, definition. I mean, they're trying what to save you from hurt. It's, it's, it's not your experiences. They're trying to save you from hurt, from pain. Like, from this, I'm not saying they're doing the right thing, but I mean, from this definition, it seems to be like they are doing the best for you. But then, at some point, you need stories to tell. You need experiences. Here, here's, here's what I think about this form of parenting. You are putting together a machine, yeah? True that. That is going to serve a particular function while putting this machine together you need like the machine consists of different parts so does the human life the human life consists of different human growth consists of different phases in life sure so it's it's i think it's been psychologically proven that if a child does not experience a particular phase of his life Mm -hmm. and another phase of his life he might not be able to uh, function well in another phase when he gets to another phase of his life sure yeah so it's the process you need to experience these things and a parent trying to shield his his or her child from experiencing these things that make eventually make a total human being Mm -hmm. that is resilient and is able to withstand pressure in the future i think these children are eventually they they are going to they are going to feel big time do you know the funny thing with these overprotective parents at some point they start to complain that their children are not proactive they are not going out and they don't realize that it's by it's a function of what they've done how they've trained these children not letting them being able to do some things on their own and now you are complaining that during your own time you used to walk from maybe 40 kilometers to school and back and how these children need a ride to go to the next streets and stuff like that but let's be honest it's your fault you didn't let these children experience that part of their exactly. lives exactly you, you can't you can't kill your child well uh, it goes further to give characteristics of of a protective parents here it says constant super, supervision and micromanagement mm-hmm. controlling of social spheres and excessive caution mm-hmm. i think where nigerian parents the thing that they do that makes them feel that they are not being overprotective is controlling of social affairs, social spheres rather. We we know eh, the society we live in is not good in the first place. Let's be honest. Yeah, we know this. Like this is something we we know. We're not we're not sugarcoating it. We're not even acting <laughs> ignorant or stuff. We know. But at the same time, yeah, keeping your child in the house and controlling the friends that the person keeps. See, yeah, I asked—I I actually had to have this conversation with my mom, and my mom's opinion about this whole thing is 
there are formative years. In those formative years, train your child however you want to train your child. Sure. Yeah. Give the child, uh, teach the child the values, the morals, whatever you want the child to do. Mm-hmm. After I have done that, send the child out. <laughs> okay. Not 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 send the child out of the house. I guess I get your like, point. Ex- uh, uh, but, but allow the child to now act on these things you have taught the person. Mm-hmm. That's my mom's opinion about parenting. She's going to teach you what you need to learn within the years you need to learn. But she's not going to keep you beyond that time when you need to be experiencing things for yourself, for yourself, learning things for yourself. She's not going to even protect you from all these, these experiences make you a, like a total human being man I, I feel that these experiences help you to face real world okay so you say on. you were not raised by overprotective parents I was not raised by overprotective parents must be nice yeah it was it was really cool but then what they made me understand I thought for at some point I thought they were being overprotective but what they, what, what I understood eventually was that their phases and at, with, as any, as a new phase comes, a new level of freedom comes with the phase. Yeah. Okay. A new level of freedom. At some point, I could not go to school by myself. After some time, they won't even care if I went to school or not. I'm supposed to be at school. They don't even care how I get to school. At some point, I could not go to certain places. At some point, it was just a shop in front of my house I could go to. Like, if they sent me on errands and stuff like that. But now, like, they can just wake up and send me to <laughs> one far place like this. I'm, I'm just saying that at every level of your life, there's a certain freedom that has to come okay, yeah, with, sure. with, the, with that level of your life. So, you shooting your child is not doing, you're not doing the child any good, if I must say. At all. Well, one thing I noticed about my parents is that they would not give you this freedom. They won't tell you that, okay, you are now free to go out. They will tell you not to do it. But when you do it and they find out that you did it, they are like, the first shout at you, like, what, why did you do it? They were like, wait, so how did you do it? In the corner, they will not be yes. like, ah. They'll be like, how did you do it? When you tell them, ah, no, yeah, I did this, this, this. They're like, are you serious? The next time, they're the ones that will send you an errand to go and do what you did that they could not allow you to do before. So when I realized that it was from taking actions that I was showing them that, okay, I am mature. I, I can do these things on my own. At some point now, I'm here, they don't know I'm here and they don't care because they know that when it is the right time for me to be at home, I'll be at home. Exactly. So um why why I'm I'm, I'm choosing to talk about this is because I spoke to like three people on three different days in one week and they complained. First, first of one told me that her mom checks her phone from time to time. It's like it's <laughs> like there's there, it's like there's a particular time man that you have to come and submit your phone for checkup. So the mom practically goes through the conversations, the music on the phone, the videos on the phone, <laughs> and everything. Misses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the mom does that, trying to that that's like for her that's a way of checking what the daughter is doing from time to time to ensure that the, ch- the daughter is not going out of hand. The second one, I spoke to the, I, I, I was talking to the girl now, we we're chatting and all. I was like, hey, what's up? What's, what's your plan for today? Why are you going to? What are you doing? And the next thing that, that I see on my phone screen is, uh, there's no plan for today. My mom has my schedule. Whatever my mom says, I should <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, yeah, life has scattered. 
and this is this is this is a a, a youth i won't say a teenager because teenager could be like from 13 upwards yeah. but this is a youth wow this, this is someone that needs to be thinking for herself on her feet and you are holding her schedule you are planning her day for her no it doesn't i don't think that makes any sense the first one you talked about is what did you say her mom checks her, phone. her mom te- if anything what that makes her do is do stuff and hide it so if i know that every wednesday for example you are going to ask for my phone it means i can be bad from monday tuesday and delete what i've done then thursday friday saturday sunday monday tuesday i can do whatever i want to do that you don't want me to do so you giving your child that kind of inspection it doesn't i don't know it shows you don't trust your child anyways and it only opens the child's mind to a lot of things that they can be doing because you're checking it because you think the child is doing this 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 and this so now the child knows that she's allowed she can probably do all these things you're only opening her mind to more opportunity which i mean we're in a world where children learn a lot of things that you don't teach them in school you don't teach them at home so they are free i mean they're of things they learn on their own that you should if you police it to a point they will still learn all these things and you will not be able to even know what they are doing a lot of parents now think they know their children but if we had to take a poll now maybe we'll call like 10 parents and 10 children and tell the children to feel anonymously whether they are virgins for example or not and then we ask the parents whether their children are virgins we'll see how they will be exactly. discrepancy I, 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 think actually, <laughs> I think we should actually do that let's shock some parents no i'm not here for this no no, no let's actually shock some parents because i think that is like you it, it does not just make sense and it's very painful during the week i was speaking to Finn Gambo, yeah and i texted him i was like i was going to talk about this topic on my podcast and he says yeah uh, and i asked him if he thinks that there's so of course everybody knows that when parents are getting out of hand you, you guys you're doing a out great job hand. out of hand guys Child, please you know, exactly they set the hand and they go out of this <laughs> and in this nigeria that everything is about yes i will say it categorically everything is about respect even when there's something logical there it's like something self-explanatory like you can see this thing that this is black but because an elderly person says it's white they will not claim that experience has taught them that even though it's black based on my years of experience it's white is that is really white it's not black but and because the society has made us believe that we have to respect their opinions when i say yes yes that thing's white so like and they want future leaders they want they want people that would that would take up political positions and and rule the country Mars, man, you have you have put your child on a leash too much. But even when the child becomes president, the child wants to be on a leash. That's when one godfather to him, a particular president. <laughs> that, I don't know. That's when that's when one, one godfather will not come and carry your your the, the so-called leader and be controlled. See, let, let's the idea is to make up independent. Is 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 to grow independent and and. I don't know, resourceful individuals. Individuals, yes. But man. you know my fear. I read it somewhere that psychology shows that every 
characteristic of your parents that you didn't like that's what you are going to exhibit when you grow up I like cast and bind <laughs> forget so all these things you will find yourself doing it like which day was it when my younger cousin was around and I told I called her from upstairs come and get the remote that was in the parlor and when she came and gave me I now asked myself that this thing I used to vex and mom see used to do is that not what I'm doing right now and I'm like so a lot of these things it's now up to us because we can't change their mindset anymore okay. now we're the parents of tomorrow so it's up to us to change these things and don't let your children learn what your grandparents were doing to you exceed like, what their grandparents rather if certain young people now that, that are making waves in our country if they had if they had this kind of parents do you think they'll be where they are now I doubt it Okay, take for example now. Let, uh, by I keep using finger because I had a conversation with him about this. Okay, Finn says to his parents, "Yeah, I want to go to my friend's house. We're learning how to, I don't know, we're watching a movie or learning how to." direct a movie or hold, uh, operate the camera and stuff and for his parents say no who is this friend blah 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 <laughs> like he wouldn't how be many well. times has a friend come to your house <laughs> that question pisses me off don't you have house too if the friend does not have anything to gain from my house and I have everything to gain from the person's house no no, no, no. Let's, let's just assume that everybody has something to gain from the other person everybody is useful as an example either a bad example or a good what example if, what if what if what if what what the person needs? I don't. Have, the person does not have to come to my house to get it. And that's where they. That's where they don't say. And I don't necessarily blame them. I grew up not playing any video games. Why? My father does not see the need because he didn't play video games. This is proudly Nigerian. I spoke at an event recently and I said that our children are lucky because there are a lot of career opportunities open to them that we do not have at our ages. For example, imagine when you were growing up, you told your dad you wanted to be a blogger. Okay. You would have chop slap, a lot of slaps on the side, deliverance no, and prayer. No, my father, my father just said, there's no point paying fees <laughs> now. So like, they didn't see, and their own time, it was doctor, engineer, lawyer, banker, accountant. So, they were restricted in their thinking. They, they, let me say they were in a box. But now we have people say they are digital marketers, unemployed youths. Like <laughs> but, you. <laughs> well, that is digital marketers because that's what I do. Okay. So now, if my children wake up one morning and say they want to be a painter, an artist, or a blogger, for example, I won't find it as odd as my parents would have found it if I had said that's what I wanted to do. Still, last yeah my father still asked me that what exactly do you do like how was the what are you going to use this for like what's going to what company are you working yes, in you must work market, in a company digital marketing like what exactly are you doing and what's the point because i wanted to be going for some events that i needed to go to network and then he's like what are you doing do you have a job what exactly are you doing until i showed him my account balance and how <laughs> i'll be making money from switching pressing phone like he calls it so after that point he could not shout at me anymore whenever he sees me pressing phone he's just like calm down ensure that you don't do it all night but before if you had seen me with my phone he would shout at me that i'm not reading my books but last last maybe because of my results he has realized that education no they pay like that <laughs> compared to some other things the truth is yeah the truth is we're not saying 
at this point, we're not saying you should not parent your child. One you saying you have to parent your child. But now. then, let your child experience stuff. Let your child grow, and I don't know, do what what the child loves to do because. Most of us now, yeah. Okay, I won't say most of us because I didn't do what my parents wanted me to do in university. But most children go to universities and study what their parents foresee them to be. True that. And what, what they want them to study. And they come out for like two years, they are at home. <laughs> eating their parents' food. Still, still the same parents that will come to the house and start a shout that ah uh, did you what are you doing in my house why is you use my name now please <laughs> but i get your point the illustration i always use is that i remember when i was small one time my cousin was at home there was a light bulb that was within reach mm-hmm. to the child and the child was trying to touch it i was beating the child not to touch the light bulb and then his mom was like no leave him let him touch it after he touched it and it didn't bounce his hand I carried his hand towards it again. He was the one that removed his hand and knew he's not doing. Why? From experience, he had learned that light bulbs are not meant to be touched when they are on. Now, nobody needed to tell him anymore that don't go near it. It doesn't have to go as far as maybe letting your children put their hand in fire and then it burns their whole body. But let them experience but then some things. Make yes. Informed decisions, man. Their decisions will be better when they know that, okay, this is the implication of what this action would be. But if they don't know what the implication will be, they are seeing it from a different light that you are seeing it from. And that's fine because two of you have different levels of experience. They they might be right because they might do it and then it might not have any implication because of how they are going to do it. Two people cannot do the same thing the same way. There will always be a difference in how they will do it. So don't necessarily stop your child. You can guide your child's actions. Exactly. While they are doing it, you can guide it that, okay, no, you don't necessarily need to do this. You can do it this way let them see from a different perspective but when you limit their thinking faculty it doesn't end up being the best let them branch out in their ideas and then you you can guide them in the right path well said yeah i think i should be a speaker (laughs) honestly yeah i i think yeah man you couldn't have said it better this is I chose to talk about it because this is one one thing that pisses me off. I just see people, parents that do this as trying to be self-righteous, man. I just see parents that do this. And those are the ones that get hurt the most by their children. Pretty much. (laughs) See, yeah. My brother said a quote one time, and I quote, (laughs) Sugo Jr. (laughs) Picking when taste Tennessee. You know if you drink Chivita again. <laughs> you are guiding your child, keeping, ensuring the child does what you want the child to do, keeping the person harm from, uh, safe from harm, uh, from, I don't know, from challenges, difficulties. Once the child goes out, it's, it's, it's either on two sides. Is that the person goes to the extreme on the negatives that you have been shielding the person from or the person does not have enough uh, will or resilience built in for the person to survive in the real world sure those, those are those are the only two outcomes from overprotecting your child man and and I don't know it's, it's very it's very very painful very very painful 
Yeah, that's why we see the um, pastor's kids going exactly. out in the world, bad pass. <laughs> having been the one carrying belly. Well, of which I don't know because of the stigmatization that comes with all these things. Okay. A lot of people that do these things and get in trouble, like the ones we can see, we tend to really judge them, and then the ones we don't see, how they will tell you that. Um, and one thing, parents, please, like don't compare your kids to exactly. It does not make sense because more more often than not, the people you are comparing us to, like they have their bad sides that their parents can't see, and then we are better than them in some aspects. When my mother will point out one guy and say, "Can't you be like this?" Like, no, mommy, no. <laughs> I can't be like, like that. The guy is hellfire. <laughs> so I can't be like you. Comparing really. kids to it's it can damage your child's self-esteem and Wait. I don't know when you compare kids because you really don't know the other kid you can the only worst see part, what the worst part I was even going to talk to my brother about this so my mom was watches this telenovela yeah and and she watched uh, in the telenovela there's this character and the guy is always smiling good boy that's how one evening after my mom finished watching the telenovela we're just gisting and my mom said why can't you be like this guy I want to <laughs> like I wanted to be, I just told her I'm not having this conversation with you and I stood up and I walked away. I was not being you rude. Walked out of your mom. I did not walk out. I walked away. You walked out. Away is not out. <laughs> I walked away. I went to do something else. Because at that point, I was like, you have even gone beyond comparing <laughs> me to someone you can see. You are not comparing me to a character, a character that is projected off a kilo day. God, that 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 thing really. Ah. I was shocked too. I was like, <laughs> but don't you just love our parents? No, uh, we love. Our, we lo- you guys are doing a very, very fantastic job. We love you guys. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. <laughs> okay. But then, just know, just know when to back off. Nigerian parents take it as I will not pay your school fees. I will not feed you. Maybe you want me to back off. I will go. But no, man. Just, just know when to. Just advice. But you know that what an old man sees when sitting down. Blah, blah, blah. I hate that scene. Blah, blah, blah. I hate that scene. I've got Google. I can see some yeah. things you can't see. Yeah, I forget. Ah, there's no, no, and, no. But this world is dynamic. Like, a lot of things have changed, and your old school experiences, I would like to call that old school experiences, they don't necessarily always apply. Exactly. In this are, we're not saying they're invalid. We're not saying they're invalid, and those things don't happen anymore, and we're, we're, we're not disputing the fact that you guys have experienced stuff but I'm saying just try to be a little bit more open-minded a little bit but I'm not saying drop your values because if you go and tell a typical Nigerian parent this one you, say, you, want, you want me to be like other parents that will be alive no you can you can try shield your child from something and just allow the child because eventually the child will still marry yes the child will get that, out of your house that's that, that if you don't even make create the person's husband from dust <laughs> NYCF I'll be your child do not serve your child will still go out of your house last last teach the child values and let the child experience and build on those values and act out those values you have taught that's my opinion about parenting yeah earlier you asked me about an experience let me share something that my mom did so there was this time you know this word whatsapp broadcast messages okay. um, one went viral at some point that Boko Haram were planning on coming to Lagos to bomb ICM. Okay. 
So I told Mrs. Balugunda I want to go to ICM to go and meet up with my friends. One of them's birthday, and she's like, "You can't go." Want them to Why they want to bomb the place? And I'm like, okay, so this broadcast message came out like three weeks ago, and there has been no bomb. Like. No, that's something we have, we have to talk about on another episode. <laughs> Nigerian parents and WhatsApp broadcast messages. And I was like, mom, but she said no, I can't go. And that day I brought it up, she said no, I can't. Like, but from that time till now, it hasn't still been bombed. Then one of these, they days, are waiting, they are waiting for the ICM. Is when they go into ICM and they will come and bomb. One of these, one of those days. She now sent me to ICM to go and do something. She said I should go to ICM to do something for her. And I'm like, mommy, no. They said they are going to bomb the place. I'm not going. <laughs> then she was like, okay. She now apologized for how she had been protective. But then, okay, I know it even sounds weird that she apologized. As your oh, Nigerian parent ever apologized to you? Uh, well, not really. That's a myth. <laughs> yeah, not really. Only. Come and eat. <laughs> exactly. Oh, or, I just bought this new or, clothes or, or for what you. are you watching? Take this money. <laughs> eh, how, how about that thing? No, the words, I'm sorry, or ah, sorry, if or... If it. Don't be angry. If you hear it, man, yeah. <laughs> write it in your diary. <laughs> it doesn't happen. So she just had to find a way to apologize, and then, because she really needed me to go out, I mean, I was holding her to her own words that she had said earlier, that she be the one to bomb the place. I'm not going. So all these things are not... Ne- and of which... There was one of those days that I now went and I withdrew with my card, not knowing that she was getting my alerts. And she saw it that I withdrew at ICM. And then she's like, so you went to ICM? And I'm like, okay, so I went. Did they bomb me? So she could not say anything again. But then restricting your children, like I just give an example. I still went and did it. I can tell you more stories. There is one man I know that his, his hand is broken. Okay. And why was his hand broken? There was this party when he was growing up. He grew up in Edo State. Okay. There was this party that was like the rave of the moment that all youths wanted to go for. And when he told his parents, they said no. So in the middle of the night, he snuck out and went for the party. At the party, cultists attacked and he had to jump from the first story building down. He landed on his arm and ran home. The next morning, he woke up with a shout. He shouted that in his dream, he saw witches and his hand is broken. You just be creating liars. (laughs) So, very creative guy. Till his parents died, he never told his mom the actual thing that happened. Can you imagine? And, um, and, and they'll broken. believe you too. Yes, because it was adjusted, so they believed that it was witches. Hey, mm, palm, pencil. <laughs> we are not tribalists here. We believe that everybody is. No, no, but then their generalization. No, we <laughs> don't believe. By. No, we don't believe in those. We believe every Nigerian is pure. Are we? We are all pure. Go on. <laughs> so, all those things, if they had given him freedom, or maybe they had made him understand why he couldn't go for the party, maybe because they saw the security risk in him going, or maybe they said go and come back by this time, he would have gone, he would have come back home, and he would have probably been safe. Yeah, and maybe when he hears about the story of how cultist attacked when he left, he will now know that he's not supposed to go for a party again. Next time, he might not even be interested in any party because he has seen what can happen but when you limit your children all they can see is the enjoyment you are not letting them have and when they have any opportunity to have this enjoyment they will go for it oh, boy, man. well I think we have heard it all 
was was nice having you here, DJ. We have to wrap up the podcast now because we gotta go. We Ooh. really gotta go. But it was nice having you. Uh, I know many people are going to misinterpret what, what we have said as allow your children to go crazy. That's not what we're saying. That is definitely not what we're saying. And we hope the parents that listen to this listen with an open mind and I don't know make yeah things you need to the very very important things drop and some things you need to drop exactly to. just don't just think that we're trying to uh what should I say now fight for our friends that are being caged <laughs> I mean we will pass that stage now exactly so we're, we're, we're just we're just trying to tell you that being overprotective as a parent and there's such thing as being overprotective as a parent and if you're doing this guys you know you can't call in a jump parent guys <laughs> parents you just die please I'm frustrating <laughs> as I'm saying it to guys <laughs> so, anyways uh, just 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 try your best to be more of a friend than a controller just try to oh, be more shit. of a friend than a controller <laughs> yeah quote me man <laughs> okay bye guys uh, ensure you listen if you have any comments you can go over to the Instagram page at oddly underscore underscore and drop your comments there or you can just send us a DM if you want to be on the podcast or if you have anything to contribute to the podcast just send us a DM also you can advertise whatever you want to do on the podcast and uh, before we go we'd like to give a big shout out to Effective Photography one of our sponsors very very creative photographer uh, he's on Instagram at Effective underscore photography yes his name is Onilola Ejaola uh, I think he's giving out discounts now, so hurry for your wedding photography, anything you want. I think to I want do. to get married now. You think you want to get because of the discount? We show free. Bye, guys. Bye. By clicking on the microphone button to record your message, it's the Oddly Podcast. We interrupt this program for an important announcement, ladies and gentlemen. You are welcome to the Oddly Oddly. Oddly. Oh, no, no. A dial. I can't hear you. Speak up. Forget it. It's just a podcast you should listen to, so... Well, guess what? Listen.